It's Tuesday, October 25th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. U.S. stocks gained on Monday as investors focused on encouraging signs from corporate earnings and hopes that the Federal Reserve would slow the pace of interest rate increases. The Dow Jones Industrial Average climbed 417 points to 31,499, its highest closing level in six weeks. The S&P 500 advanced 44 points, and the technology-heavy Nasdaq Composite rose 92 points. Last week, the Dow notched its best three-week stretch since November 2020, offering investors a reprieve from the selling pressure that has whipsawed portfolios this year. The rally was kicked off in part by a batch of corporate earnings, particularly from banks and airlines, that offered an encouraging outlook on the U.S. economy. Stocks then raced higher on Friday after the Wall Street Journal reported that Fed officials are likely to consider the possibility of shifting to smaller interest rate increases in December. In other news, a 61-year-old woman and a 16-year-old girl were fatally shot Monday morning inside a St. Louis City high school, and the suspected shooter died in an exchange of gunfire with responding police officers, authorities said. Four teenagers sustained non-fatal gunshot injuries or graze wounds and were in stable condition, St. Louis Interim Police Commissioner Michael Sachs said at a news conference Monday evening. Two other teens had abrasions and one had a broken ankle, he said. He did not name either of the deceased victims or describe their connection to the two schools that share the campus where the shooting occurred. The commissioner identified the suspected gunman as a graduate of the high school with no criminal record. The shooting began around 9 a.m. at a brick building in South St. Louis that houses two public schools, Central Visual and Performing Arts High School, and Collegiate School of Medicine and Bioscience. Around the world, former Chancellor Rishi Sunak won the contest to succeed Liz Truss as Prime Minister on Monday, taking over the world's sixth biggest economy at a time of deep financial and political turbulence. Mr. Sunak will formally enter Downing Street after his only remaining rival for the job, former Defense Minister Penny Mordaunt, said she would drop out of the contest. Mr. Sunak is expected to meet with King Charles III to be formally appointed Prime Minister today, government officials said. On Monday, financial markets reacted positively to Mr. Sunak's victory. The pound rose slightly against the dollar, and yields on the government's benchmark 10-year debt fell sharply, as investors bet that Mr. Sunak, an experienced Treasury official, will oversee cuts to public spending to shore up the nation's finances. Mr. Sunak, the 42-year-old, will be the first person of color and the first Hindu to lead the UK. He will also be the youngest Prime Minister since Robert Banks Jenkinson, Earl of Liverpool, in 1812. Back in the U.S., a group of 30 House Democrats sent a letter to President Biden on Monday asking him to seek direct talks with Russia to reach a diplomatic settlement to the war in Ukraine marking a new sign of unease in Congress over America's approach to the fighting. The lawmakers urged Mr. Biden to pair the military and economic aid the United States has provided to Ukraine with efforts to seek a realistic framework for a ceasefire, as well as engage in direct talks with Russia to seek a rapid end to the conflict. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said any talks with Russia would be up to Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky. This is a decision that President Zelensky is going to have to make when it comes to any type of conversation with Russia, any type of negotiation, she said. We will continue to support them as long as it takes. And 
Two Chinese intelligence officers tried to bribe a U.S. law enforcement official to obtain what they believed was inside information about the U.S. criminal case against Chinese telecommunications giant Huawei Technologies, prosecutors alleged in a case unsealed Monday. The defendants, Guo Chunhe and Zheng Wang, were charged in a federal criminal complaint filed in Brooklyn last week and made public on Monday. The charging papers don't name Huawei, instead referring to an unnamed telecommunications company based in China. The two defendants are described in the complaint as Chinese intelligence officers who are conducting foreign intelligence operations against the U.S. on behalf of the Chinese government to benefit Hawaii. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.